0: Hello and welcome to Solutions for Life, a ministry of Clayton Communication and Publishing. And we are a 501c3 organization. I am Coach Blondie, often referred to as a life transformation coach. Recently, someone gave me this book that I thought was very interesting. And it was something that I had been thinking about as I continued to work with women, particularly in counseling where it linked diseases to emotions. And the book is called Deadly Emotions, and it's written by Dr. Don Colbert. And today, what I want to do is I want to share with you about some of the studies that he referred to in his book as it relates to depression and linking depression to diseases. What type of diseases? Okay, so Dr. Colbert... Said that there, he named a couple of diseases, for for example, like heart disease, osteoporosis, and cancer, and he also even included suicide, and that's just to name a few. I think that most of us have some clue about depression as it relates to suicide. Often we hear that we that person committed suicide, but they perhaps someone had noticed that they had been going through some depression. But I want to give you a bit of caution here also. All depression is not considered a disorder as it is commonly referred to. We do have our moments of temporary depression. I know that I have, you know (laughs) what I'm talking about, those moments when your expectations are dashed or you were expecting something to turn out one way, and instead it turned out or went the other way. Depression, of course, at mild level levels, is not uncommon. It's a part of life, and I think that's what the message that I want you to get from what I just said. But what Dr. Colbert suggests is that we should be on the lookout. Say so he gave some suggestions of what we should watch for as let's say among our relatives and friends, if they are persistently sad all the time and there is a diminished appetite and they have poor sleep patterns and a lack of energy, those kinds of things would be what they call red flags. So if you have a family member or friend whom you notice these behaviors, don't ignore them because you may possibly regret it later on. And Depression doesn't always show up like that. So, depression can be people can be highly functional and still be depressed. So, just pay attention to what people are saying, uh, how they their character, how they're acting, whether or not they're still interacting, and and of course all of those things that happen. But this is just to give you some idea when you see. Certain things happening that perhaps it may be that that person is depressed. Uh, also, what can trigger the depression is long term illness. A past history of abuse can also uh, be, uh, can trigger de- depression. And uh, many of us women who have been depressed, who have been abused in the past, we maybe going through, we have learned to cover over those sad feelings that we, according to the definition of depression, we've learned to just ignore it. We know we face it, or we learn to use things, come up with methods, alcohol or drugs or whatever, relationships to cover up for that that feeling of depression. Uh, you, When you look at children sometimes, you, children, have been who have been abused or being abused may evidence signs of depression you see that child is very sad and uh, or they you look in their eyes and you can see that they're sad another way another situation that might cause children to be depressed is when they are caught up in the middle of a divorce and there's this bigger bickering back and forth between mom and dad and you, you could have depression, have been depressed as from childhood and suppressed it until another event happened in your life, of course causing you it to rear its head. I never I knew I had some sadness, but I really didn't put a label on it. I didn't know that it was depression. We can also look into scripture. There are many psalms that reflect how David was having a moment where he felt depressed or he felt sad. All of the definitions of depression. Of course, depression is not the word mentioned in the Bible, but the symptoms or the definitions or symptoms of what depression, how depression shows itself can be picked out or identified in, in Scripture sometimes, particularly in the Psalms. That is what a person snared by depression might feel, uh, they they may feel hopeless. And that's going that's talking about Psalm 81, which appears to have no hope, <laughs> as uh, the, the psalm reads. And, of course, there can be people who are snared by depression that feel that way, that they are hopeless. And then there was, of course, Elijah, who defeated the prophets of Baal and was threatened by uh, Jezebel, and he took off to run for cover (laughs) and starting, well, sharing his misery when he got to a location. He was sharing his misery with the Lord and he was feeling very low in in spirit, complaining, and you can pick that up when you read uh, what happened with uh, Elijah. Depression may not have been referred to by its name, as I said earlier, in the Bible, but we can see in its definitions, we can see that that, uh, its definition playing out throughout the Bible. Uh, it can have far-reaching health effects than we would have ever imagined. I mean, after I started reading through Dr. Colbert's book, I thought, oh my gosh, this is... I, I I knew because I, as I've dealt with women who've gone through depression and then along with depression comes this illness or this disease or that disease. But I just never had or read anyone who had connected it. And of course, as he shared some of the studies and what they found, I'm now convinced that depression can lead to a deterioration in your health. In what way does depression affect our health? And Dr. Colbert gave an example with heart disease. He pointed to researchers, how researchers used to think, or link heart disease to a person who smoked or engaged in such habits. But since that time, it has been shown through studies that the part of the nervous system that regulates the heart rate works differently in those who are depressed. So, in other words, long-term severe depression can affect the heart and it can be it can be debilitating over time. So what about osteoporosis? Well, the definition of osteoporosis is a thinning of the bones. And studies reveal that depression is associated with lowering bone mineral density in women, making it easier to, let's say, break bones or harder to heal. Well, if you need help with depression and stress, then you might want to send me an email. There we have people that are a part of our team that might be able to help you to navigate through it. Next, we have cancer. How does depression and cancer work? Well, I found this interesting. This made me think of a few friends and relatives of mine. Depression reduces your natural killer cell activity. The body cannot destroy, from what I understand, the body has cancer cells, but they remain in a somewhat of a dormant state until something activates them. And the body, when when we are depressed, the body cannot destroy or eliminate these abnormal cells, such as cancer cells, from the body. And so that, of course, lends opportunity for them to start growing. The cells are supposed to, these uh Natural killer cells are supposed to get rid of the cancer cells naturally, but they can't do it because depression reduces the the good cells' ability to fight off cancer cancer cells. And oh, how I kind of wanted to just shout that from the rooftop because I have a few friends that are going through some cancer situations right now, but would they listen? More than likely they would not because they have already decided on a certain mode or, of treatment. And of course, get your treatment, but also work on that area if and to look at whether or not depression might also be playing a role in that. And does this mean that you may find depression at the root of all cancer diagnoses? I, 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 I wouldn't say that, I, but it is something to consider it, in, in terms of getting treatment or in terms of you understanding how the body works and how these cancer cells work. Also, uh, the research shows that stress alters these natural killer cell activities. And I I often encounter women that are in highly stressing positions. And I I can sense that the, the tension in them and, what concerns me and has concerned me for a long time is that how long can you continue to work in such under such stress? And I don't think that those that work under that type of stress realize what they are doing to their bodies and how their bodies are being impacted by this. So I sure hope that you're getting the picture uh, how important it is that you relax take some me time do some self-care and try to keep find ways to release the stress and if you are going through depression of course get help find out why you're going through that depression depression is stress that is moving toward severe status uh, uh, should be avoided so if you are going through depression and stress, and it's taking you deeper into the depression and into the stress level to the point where you are now having to take some kind of medication, then you want to try to, okay, take the medication, but at the same time, deal with the stress and deal with the depression. And you might find that you may, over time, with your doctor's assistant, not need that medication. So all is not lost because we have an advocate to our heaven to our to our father and he is always there to help us to get through what we are going through if we let him so if you have a relative who has been dealing with long-term illness that can also trigger depression and stress then you might want to look at perhaps getting counseling for that relative regardless of They're already getting treatment for their illness, but you might want to also look at getting some counseling for that person as well. I'll tell you, Dr. Calvert succeeded in opening my eyes. I I suspected that there was a connection as a counselor and, and more of a naturalist in approach to living, but I never had it confirmed like what he confirmed it with this book. But the good news is there is help with the depression. That you can seek medical professional you can seek uh, a professional help that, that and that person well you can seek the medical professional and then that person may recommend medication or send you to a, a psychiatrist who can recommend or a counselor even if he gives you the medication you may want to have a counselor on board as part of your team to help you to work on minimizing stressors and depression symptoms. I am just totally blown away at times about how certain certain disorders impact health and traumas, how traumas over time can be hidden in the body and and impact our health health. So while you're getting your of course medical help stabilized, my suggestion is to add to your regimen prayer. I believe in prayer. I have exercised prayer over time and have found it to be all that it needed to be to help me to order my health plan and what I needed to do with my health. And you may also want to journal. I find journaling helps me when I'm burdened down to release the stressors. And when I'm not feeling, I'm going through a mood swing, that journaling helps me to identify it and then to give it to the Lord in prayer. When I am stressed, I write. (laughs) And I'll write something like, why am I stressed? When I'm depressed, I write, why am I depressed? Why am I sad? So this is how I structure my journaling whenever I'm going through something and I'm not getting clarity and it's not moving and and getting into it's not bowing down. Journaling can help settle the mind so it can be renewed with God's word. So the other the another thing that you can do is read God's word. The Holy Spirit wants to help you to restore what God's enemy against you wants to steal from you. And you do not have to give in. There is a way. And so I'm I've given you pointers on how to get to where you need to get to so that you can have a healthier life and live the best life that you can live right here on earth so let me go back and summarize what i shared so far i shared studies showing links from depression to diseases as per dr colbert's book deadly emotions i also talked about what to pay attention to with friends and relatives and that's not the only things to pay attention to. There are other things because some people who are depressed can be highly functional. I've heard stories like, wow, he seemed fine or she seemed fine when I last spoke to them. And I had no idea that they were even considering uh, doing this, taking their own lives. We also learned that characters in the Bible who exhibited the description of depression and stress that we're not alone, that stress didn't just begin with us, that it was, or depression didn't just begin with us. It was always available, it was always there, even during the Old Testament time and from the beginning up to now, of course. Specific links we learned between depression and disease. We talked about heart disease, we talked about cancer, we talked about osteoporosis. And that there is help for those who are depressed, and that you can get help if you need it. And suggested that you do that. Journaling, also with the Holy Spirit's help, can lead to balance, a balance in your health, and also can lead to releasing those stressors and those mood changes can help you to identify, clarify, rather, and then. Uh, get those under control. Now, that's all I have for now. We are a 501c3 organization, so feel free to donate if what you have been hearing has enlightened you, and your donation is tax-deductible. Also, share this information with your family and friends, and until next time, this is Coach Blondie signing off. Keep the faith.